Racehorse or workhorse between the NFL draft and the Kentucky Derby, there's no shortage of odds, props, and horses to take advantage of and win cash at mybookie.ag. Predict who will go first or last in the NFL draft and everything in between. Will it be Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson to the Jags? If you've got a feeling, you can cash in on this and make much more money at mybookie. And make sure you hit up the website May 1st for some freebies because they're celebrating the 2021 Kentucky Derby with a host of free games games, spins, and chips available throughout the day in the MyBookie Casino. Whether you're looking for a legit blackjack experience fit with live dealers or just looking to bet on the next big event, there's only one place to do it. That's MyBookie. Sign up now with promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo to get your first deposit matched up to $1,000. That's promo code ZABE to get your free deposit and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere and get paid with my bookie. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Grandparents, at Vanguard, you're more than just a grandparent. You're the family historians. You fill your closets with heirlooms, family photos, and letters from long ago. You're always planning the next family reunion, even at the reunion. Because for you, time well spent is time spent on them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Today on the ZabeCast, God bless Dana White. He goes off on media members who just can't quit being on Team Virus. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We argue who's the better story, Shohai Otani or Fernando Tatis. Plus, we sprinkle in some old school radio stories. All that plus our weekly FTGs. Your bonus, uncensored, sometimes naughty, and you love it. Version of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Tuesday, April 27, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Let's get right to it. God bless Dana White. Dana White, the president, owner, CEO, whatever his title is of UFC, just held the first full-capacity sporting event in America since the pandemic. Had some choice words for certain media outlets, specifically the Las Vegas Review-Journal, after their write-up included a lead that said, well, looks like 15,000 people are willing to risk their life to go see a UFC event. I read that story to you yesterday. Here was the Dana White reaction about where UFC is going next after this week's event. We're going back to the Apex next week, right? I mean, uh, I'm just curious what you can say about the future right now because I'm wondering if this weekend maybe had some venues call you, some governments call you, that sort of thing, and say, hey, you know, we see what you did there. We'd like a little piece of that too. Well, yeah. I mean, we're going, we're going, to, uh, we're going to Houston. We're going to Vegas. And then we're talking about possibly Arizona and see what else opens up. But I think that after tonight, you know, give it a week, let all the fallout, there'll probably be some negative shit. Who knows? You know what I mean? I went in on, on the Review Journal today. I went in on the Review Journal, and let me say this to you guys. I think a lot of us here like Adam Hill and are friends with Adam Hill, and uh, I did not say Adam Hill. Right? He was because the guy that wrote the story. I know you all have arrogant, smug, fucking editors, uh, you know, uh, pompous ass editors who write your headlines for you sometimes, and, you know, some of the other bullshit that goes in there. And uh, it, it just pissed me off that the day of the fight to read that in my own hometown newspaper. Fuck the Las Vegas Review Journal. Fuck them. Um, dirty, yes. I, I thought it was dirty. I thought it was a low blow, and uh, you know, listen, at the end of the day, people can write whatever they want, so can I. So can Love I. it. Love it. He's, he went on to say, look, you know, 
we're we're bringing events around. We're doing them safely. We're working with governments. We're working with the authorities. And to get this from Vegas, he's like, we're bringing a big event to Vegas in July to help reopen the city, which has been devastated due to the lockdowns. Not the coronavirus, due to the lockdowns. That's an important distinction. Vegas would have thrived through this if the government hadn't set set in. Not thrived, but it would have plowed through it a lot better. Because people would have gone, people would have made their own decisions, and it would have been not nearly as bad. But he's like, hey, I'm bringing these events around, and and these newspapers and these cities that are hurting keep writing bullshit like this. Good for Dana White. The best. I wish more commissioners talked like that. Of course, we got a commissioner Thursday. He'll be my FTG. No surprise. Uh, that is the polar opposite of Dana White in terms of courage, brains, moxie, building something from scratch, the total opposite. All right, let's get to my man, Notorious, J-A-Y. Hello. Hello. I am just sitting here waiting to see if Kyle Shanahan fucks this up royally at number oh. three for the Niners. What What is your feeling on that? I made a joke with a couple buddies. Matt Jones and the quarterback from BYU are going to get some GM and coach fired. <laughs> you don't like not, you don't like either one of those guys. No, Matt Jones. I think the last time I was on, he is Matt Liner 2.0. He might be. It, it might be. He is. Well, you say that confidently. Now you are Jay Stradamus, who called the UMC, UMBC upset of Virginia. That's right. So you'll forever before. be dining out on that amazing proclamation. But these are football experts, Jay. They study <laughs> the tapes. They would never make a mistake like this. Unless Vinny. they do. Vinny, name all the wide receivers that Vinny Serrato took in that one draft. Go. Robert <laughs> Robert Kelly, I want to say no. That would, Rob Kelly was the running back. Hold on, hold on. Malcolm Kelly, ding, out yeah. of Oklahoma. He, Oklahoma, had a, he had a red flag knee injury that never got better. Uh, this kid from Michigan State, Devin Thomas. I believe, I'll give you the, I, I, who ended up, actually he played with a second team. I'm going to go to uh, uh, NFL draft history to get it. So Devin Thomas was another one. Malcolm Kelly was the other. And the third was not a wide receiver. I think it was a tight end. I think it was Sleepy Davis. So it was but, three pass catchers all clustered around the end of the first and the second round. How many of them stayed with the team? Like I said, uh, Malcolm Kelly never launched because of his knee issue. Uh, Devin Thomas was a special teams player only, then caught on with the Giants, I think, for a year or two. And uh, Fred Davis slept through the first day of fucking training camp. The Davis from USC, leave him alone. Oh, did you do you remember Fred Davis and the lawsuit he got in with this woman down at Zanzibar nightclub in D.C.? And the oh, recounting yeah. of the details. He represented himself in court, and it was comedy. At Zanzibar. Well, we know what was going on there. Yeah. Zanzibar, no, Zanzibar was kind of nice. Let me no, Zanzibar no. was a little Zanzibar sketchy. Was he was nice. down by the yeah. waterfront, by the uh, by the fish market. And we did a remote at Zanzibar on Mondays for Monday Night Football. That was set up by uh, Chad. Oh, what was Chad's last name? Little Barky Chad guy, big Maryland fan. Thought Gary couldn't get it done. Can't remember his name. Do you remember who I'm talking about? No, I thought you. I thought you. The only little guy we had was Kurtz. That's all I remember. No, no, it was a different, different guy. Was he smaller than Kurtz? (laughs) Smaller but less annoying, (laughs) or about the same size, but didn't have the emotional hangups of being that short. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Nobody. You know, nobody knows, but I think people are still fascinated. They're like visioning it in their mind. Okay, so let's go go to that draft, and here we go. All right. Malcolm Kelly, Fred Davis, Devin Thomas. Yeah, I nailed it. Those were the three. Devin Thomas out of Michigan State. He played, and this is what's great about pro football reference. Your career stats are all in one place. 
right there. Everybody Devin, knows where to get him at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Devin Thomas uh, ca- caught, played 55 games, and he caught 43 passes in his career, but three <laughs> touchdowns. Hey, how about that? Fred Davis, your boy, the oh. winner of the collegiate tight end award. Mackey, he won, he won the Mackey. Yes, great prospect coming out, slept through his first day, got in trouble at Zanzibar. He caught 162 passes and 13 touchdowns. He actually had a brief spell where we're like, hey, you know what? Fred Davis might be pretty good. I think they franchise tagged Fred Davis at one point to keep him on the team for one more year. Uh, but he played 72 games in the NFL. Malcolm Kelly played three games, or excuse me, 21 games, caught 28 passes, no touchdowns. Fred Davis was, if I remember correctly, the number one. No, I do remember correctly. He was the number one wide receiver. I think it was from Ohio. And that's when USC could just cast their net to any region. Sure. And he ate himself into tight end. But he oh, was a really? wide receiver coming out of high school. He was at Rogers High School in Ohio. God damn yeah, it, Jay. You, 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 you're good. You know I, your shit. But look at me. Team. Look at me. I know my I shit. Know. He was he was given the franchise tender in March of 2012. So that's kind of weird. And, of course, he got suspended eight games along with uh, Trent Williams because they couldn't put the weed down. So there's that. People like it. <laughs> yeah, and people do. People like it. What are you gonna do? I was listening to. By the way, we just did the rolling open. How come that never caught on? I, you know what? They mentioned that Solly and Scott the other day. They mentioned that the rolling open, and I said they they again sort of took a shot at me because I would have many ideas that would come and go just mysteriously, almost like uh, the Shamrock Shake or the McRib. At McDonald's, you know what happened to it? Oh, it's gone. We're not offering it anymore. And uh, I don't know. I th- I think there's a lot to be said for the rolling open. You just join the conversation in progress. It it's I think you I, I remember you starting it, and then I think Ashwood was like, "Yeah, we can't have this anymore." He didn't like I that. Think huh? I think that's what it was. He wanted yes. a big professional open. And welcome to the Steve Zabin Show on Fox Sports Radio. That was a great Van or White voice, by the way. I'm Van Earl Wright, <laughs> Los Angeles. I'm, I'm not, by the way, I'm not going to make fun of him, but I still, to this day, want to know how they slept through their show. We, did it, we had to get up at butt crack dawn. Okay, here we go. Industry tales. Time for an industry tale. True story okay. from Jacksonville, Florida, right? Yes, yes. We're in Jacksonville, Florida, Super Bowl week. It was the longest week ever because... They had no hotel infrastructure in Jacksonville to actually absorb an event like this. So we were staying in this creepy condo. It wasn't creepy. Okay, we were, we, we were staying in a condo. That was yeah. nice enough, but it very was, generic. Yeah. Very like, generic. Like so far out of, it was like 35 minutes outside of downtown Jacksonville. Yeah, we had to drive down to the beach area, yeah. which would have been great if the weather had cooperated. The weather that week was low 50s. It was cold as F. And yes. overcast all week long. Yes. So that put a damper on things. So we 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 had to drive to this condo, which was not a hotel, which did not have a little thing called wake-up calls or basic amenities like a lobby or a restaurant or a bar or a gift shop or soda machines. It was like we rented a place for a week because that's what they had to do. So Andrew Siciliano at the time was doing the morning show before us on Fox Sports Radio. No, after us. No, no, no. No, no. Before us was Sedano. Wow. Andrew was, Andrew was still on the morning show after us. Right. Andrew Siciliano, the great Andrew Siciliano of NFL Network fame, of Red Zone fame, was slumming it doing radio because he had been doing radio with the great Tony Bruno. One of the great combinations of all time, those two guys. That's very true. That's 100% true. But then Tony did what Tony does, uh, (laughs) stepped on toes and rubbed people the wrong way, as brilliant as he is. That ended. Siciliano stayed on, and they tried to find the next partner for him, and they chose former CNN sports anchor, Van Earl Wright. Very nice guy. Yes, but 
a guy who didn't give two shits about the job that he was given. In fact, it was told that they had to buy him the Sunday ticket package to watch NFL games because at one point they said to me, well, Van Earl said to Andrew, man, I got better things to do on a Sunday than sit around and watch football. Quote, that is, that is one, again, that fucking quote. That is 100%. I was gobsmacked. Yeah. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So he didn't give a shit about the job. They were in Jacksonville. It was the Monday after the Super Bowl, and they got so fucking hammered. They missed their wake-up call. They missed the bell, and they were like 35 minutes late to get on the air, as I recall, right? Yes. We, we, we stayed on. Yes, we stayed on. Yeah, I just I just found that hysterical. I, just unbelievable. We, the biggest sports did. radio day of the year. They've spent thousands and thousands of dollars to fly us and everyone else to Jacksonville, and yeah. you whiff, all of you whiff. Holy shit! Now, the night if if they had asked if they had asked us to do a show the night uh, before the Super Bowl, we would have been. Unable to. Do you remember we got after that? Oh, we did. We, 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 yeah. we, 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 we absolutely did. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. talking February of 2005. Now, remember, 2005, the iPhone had yet to be invented, I believe. Nothing was – I had a little I had a little flip phone. Yes. Not when invented. Was... No. no, no, I had a BlackBerry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a BlackBerry. iPhone came in June of 07. So, in other words, you had to travel – with a reliable alarm clock if you were staying somewhere without hotel wake-up service, which we were in that spot. And I remember being very nervous about how are we going to wake up in the middle of the night on time to get downtown to do the show in a weird place with no lobby, no one there to ring, ring, ring. I got up, woke everybody up, and we all left. Boom. <laughs> boom. There you go. You're like, boom. Wasn't that hard. Wasn't <laughs> that hard. No, shouldn't have been that hard for Andrew and company. You know, you would think that something like that might be a fireable offense. You think that it might have been like, okay, that's it. We, you know, we can't have these guys, but they survived it. Now, Van Earl, you know, he, he fucked up his own gig on his own. So he apparently had enough of the business, had enough money, didn't care. So, but Andrew went on to much better things, much better I, things. He's still one of my favorite people in the business. He is. We, we talk once. We talk once every six months. You do? Yeah. How? Call him. No Next way. Time. Yeah. Uh, he won't do that with me. Really? Yeah. Oh, stop. I think. I oh, think. I, I think that some people think I'm too dangerous, too fringe for their careers. They don't really want to be associated with me. I'm you're a little bit. I uh, just saying. I, I feel you're that way. I, the, the one thing about Andrew, and I love him to death, is that when we get him on the air on the show, he is all runs and screen passes now. He won't do he won't anything. Any, oh, he's checked down Charlie. He is. And guess what? I understand it totally. He's got a plum, plum job that people are, I'm sure, conspiring to try to steal from him. There must be hundreds of talent whispering in the ears of their agents and their agents whispering in the ears of executives going, this is silly. Who is this guy? He's a nobody. What has he done? Look at those ears. Why is he doing this? My guy could do this. And so he's got to hold on to that job. It's a hell of a job. I don't blame him. I I think he's one of the most talented people in the uh, business. For what you know, he does. And you Studio know what? Work. And you know what talent gets you? Jack That's shit. That's true. That's true. This ain't okay. a talent business that we are in. Talent's nice to have. Talent I respect. You respect. Uh, the customers say they want talent, but the truth is they don't really care. They'll watch whatever shit is put in front of them. That's the bottom I'm, line. You know what? I'm going to say something, Zavin, and people are going to listen and go, you're such a dick. I don't care. I don't care. What, what? I'm just telling the how, is that not, how is that news at all that you That's would say true. something, they'd say that? That's Go ahead. True. So, as you know, I'm, I'm very invested in my Baltimore Orioles, and I'm one of the seven people who still listen on the radio. Got it. Like, I, I could be outside doing something on the radio. So I still love listening to Orioles baseball on the radio. They have overhauled their whole thing. But Joe Angel, gone. Fred Manfred, gone. Everybody, gone. Oh, they bring over. In- wait, hold on. Overhauled? They have fucking burned it to the ground. (laughs) This is not an overhaul. This is anybody who's good, you're fired. 
and you're fired, and you're fired. It's an absolute disgrace what they have done. They even fired the guy who is uh, who produced uh, the TV and radio stuff, who, by the way, was my next-door neighbor for 15 years. Wow. And they fired him. So they, they bring in this young lady to be their play by one of their play by play voices, and I'm sorry, I, I, I believe I, I, I produced over 700 Oriole games. I know what makes good play by play radio. This woman ain't it, and yeah. nobody will say that. They will say, "Oh, how wonderful!" Mm-hmm. She's god awful, Zay. Who and is I'm, it? I'm not. Melanie Newman is her name. Newman. Newman. Newman shakes Newman. fist. <laughs> and she's just terrible. And I'm like, okay, who hired her? Who didn't listen? And I, this is what I, I don't want people to get jobs just to get jobs. Black, white, male, female, transgender, gay, straight, whatever. I don't want you to get a job just to get a job because you check a box. I want you, oh, like Doris Burke. There's nobody. There's like one other person in the end who does NBA stuff who's as good as Doris Burke. I'm I'm telling you that statement right now. When Doris Burke and Mike Greenwood do a basketball game, that's the best thing I've ever heard. How about uh, the great Susan Waldman? Susan Waldman is good on Yankee games. Why? Have- what makes her good? Because she does not have a classic voice. Even though she can sing, she's she's raspy and oh, George, oh my God, Susan Waldman. She, she knows her stuff. I I have because I have my my dad's a huge Yankee fan, and when I go visit him, we will watch a game, and she will do some stuff on guests, and I'm like, Susan is good. Now Jessica Mendoza, not good on color. Interesting. Analyst. So you don't like Jessica Mendoza. No. Why not? Because she's because <laughs> she, she's out over her skis. She's a softball yes. player who thinks she can translate softball to baseball. Again, we talked about this. Here's my okay. analogy. It's like having uh, at Wimbledon bringing in the world ping pong champion to do color analysts. <laughs> sort of like tennis, but not really like tennis. That's what what what. Does, and, and or or no, know. even worse, a pickleball champion. There you go. You know what? That might be better. I'm sorry. I'll take pickleball. <laughs> and I remember Buck Showalter scolding me. No. For saying so, yes, we're saying something about Jessica Mendoza. We were we were he, he came. He used to come in once a year. For an interview in studio, and I love Buck Show Walter. Oh, Name a yeah. dog after Buck. And uh, we talked about Jessica Mendoza, and I just rolled my eyes and go, are you kidding me with Jessica Mendoza? And Buck was like, have you seen her stats? And I'm like, well, I didn't say this back to him, but in my mind going, Buck, I don't care about her softball You mean stats. her softball? <laughs> have yeah, you seen her yeah. stats? That's, that's exactly <laughs> what he cares? said. I, just, I didn't say I didn't. I didn't roll back on Buck. I was just like... <laughs> It's her, her softball stats doesn't mean. Hey, Tim Hardaway she had a great stats. His, his, his NBA color work was the worst. <laughs> she had eight RBIs against Poland in the Olympics in right, right in '99. Qualified to talk about how to hit a slider. Well, I didn't even know this is how much I'm not paying attention. I didn't even know that Ms. Newman was the play-by-play woman for the Orioles. I just now, saw I just saw they named a female stadium announcer for the Orioles first oh, time yeah. ever. Oh, I was so happy about that because the guy they had was one of the biggest tool sheds right. I ever met in my life. So I was happy that they Okay, got so they're soaking in estrogen. Here's a little Melanie that Newman for you. Hernandez a little bit so far through the last couple games. Really, what have been your takeaways? So in the first game that I saw him, he played at second base. Yay, girls talking sports. I'm not against it, all right? And Carol Maloney's going to give me a whole bunch of shit if she listens to this before we meet tomorrow for lunch. By the way, by the way, guess who's in the van tomorrow? Somebody I'm going to be jealous of. That I don't know, baby. It depends on what your standing is with this guy. I'm Bram Weinstein. Oh, my, my dude. Oh. Okay. I'm one of the seven people who work there that did not get mad when Bram left. I, I... I remember seeing Bram at a Capitals game after he went to the other place, and I was like, man, I'm happy for you. Yeah. I, I love Bram. I love Bram Watson. Him and Sheehan were traitors. They, they, they got wooed away. <laughs> what? They were. They're traitors. But they were. They were. They, they, along with Todd 
Uh, it just went over across the street, but uh, boy, did they fucking fail. Of course, they got paid to do so. I can't blame anybody for taking the money. I, I was only slightly miffed. I was not like, they're dead to me. I was, they weren't going to get, nobody was going to get Brand Weinstein an afternoon show because you and Andy had that. So That's true. He had, to, he had to do it. I love, Bram was one of the funniest dudes ever. He is, but now here's the thing. He's going to be checked down, Charlie, because he's got another great gig. He's the play-by-play voice of his hometown Washington football team, and he's going to tread lightly, I think. He now, what I, to. What I, and, he, and he has to, but you're right. He's got a hilarious sense of humor. He's very silly. He's the guy that came up with the song, Come On and Watch Some Basketball. I stole it from him. <laughs> he's the one that did it. I remember driving home, and he was just being silly Bram, and he said, does that song even have any lyrics? And then just like on a riff, he's like, come on and watch some basketball. And I go, <laughs> I'm like, that's funny. I'm stealing that. I remember every Friday, uh, I I would come in and he no he would come in from Redskins Park, and if I played the uh, "Let Me Clear My Throat" song, Bram would get up and dance every Friday. It was just uh, God, we had so much fun at one time. Jesus, it wasn't what, it. Is it ever what, coming back? No, that the, the the fun we had at Brookville will never return. That'll ne- that was a, a time that will can never be. Why can't there duplicate it? No. Why can't can't. there be new media shops that involve people collaborating and being together and you know good paying jobs? I mean, why is everything smashed to pieces? Why is everything cast to the wind? I mean, we can't all be podcasters in our fucking basements, you know. But that's that's a new thing. I was looking on Apple today because I was like, wow, I've got nothing else to listen to, so I was looking at. You know what's what's hot on the top ten podcast searching? Yeah, everybody has a podcast. You know who just everybody. got a everybody? You know who just got a big podcast deal? Megan and Harry, Spotify, twenty five million dollars a year. Who wants to listen to these two? No shit. They they did a story about how many of the artists whose work is being streamed on Spotify get literally a fraction of a penny per stream and they're like fuck this noise why are you overpaying these douchebags for a podcast who knows if anyone's going to listen to it we're here we're not getting paid anything for these songs that people stream and have on their playlists and they got no power and they got no power to say take me off of spotify because too many artists have opted in opted in you know who tried to opt out of spotify initially was taylor swift when she was at her peak but guess what she quietly did after about a year Opted back in. She caved. She caved I, because eventually, if you're popular and you have your music out there, it has to be available basically everywhere. Speaking of that, how's Tidal going? The service from Jay Z and company. Oh, from Jay. You know what? I thought they. I thought he got rid of that. Maybe it folded up. I thought maybe because that came with a big, uh, a big rollout, and quickly sure. and slowly, nobody's heard of it. But by the way, oh, I, I listened to, and, and this is you and I, uh, the Girls of the Office podcast. Yes. What did you and think? Not good. <laughs> Why is it not good? Because I've because listened to a good two seasons of it. All as told. somebody who, who loves The Office, so I know, I was like, eh. Now, listen to Kevin's podcast. The guy I played Kevin. Yes. His podcast is good. Well, that's the thing. So all these former stars of popular TV shows are like, hey, there's money to be made in a podcast, and we get to have fun retelling the stories of what it was like to make the TV show. Now, I think Jenna Fisher is a goddamn snack, so I will listen to her prattle on love on Jenna a podcast. Lo- love Angela also. And I but do like Angela. And I like their Right, but he, here's, if I was the executive producer of their podcast... I would say, listen, you gals get too in the weeds about what blouse you were wearing that day and other shit. Nobody cares. Well, okay. Here's the interesting interesting thing about clips. I also listened to the Sopranos podcast with Bobby Bacala and Christopher Moltisanti. I listened to two of those. Yes. Yes. Okay. And they're funny as shit. And I love hearing their voices with their thick accents. And they give each other a ton of shift. Shit, okay. Steve Sharippa. Steve Sharippa has an interesting backstory in that he wasn't from the acting community. He was running like the entertainment room in Vegas at one of the hotels at like Harrah's out there. 
Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Yeah. Also, Stephen Chirippa, a.k.a. Bobby Bacala, either does have or say he's going to start a podcast called Stephen Sharippa Motherfucks the World. And (laughs) he says says it's going to exclusively be, it's it's exclusively going to be him getting back at people who fucked him over the years in the business. That's it. Nothing but. I love that. Oh, I love that. But I think he's I think he's waiting for his career to really be over in case he ends up, you know, burning some bridges. But just oh. to just to hear him say that I'm like, that's a hell of a podcast. Steven Tripp motherfucks the world. If somebody who loves pettiness, that's that sounds awesome. Yeah. So so the thing is with um with the office gals, office ladies, they're good, but they don't play clips. And I think it's because they don't have the rights. Same thing with you know, uh, Steven Sharippa and Michael Imperioli, they never play clips because they don't have the rights. Now, here's what's weird. You go listen to a non-celebrity podcast breakdown of a show. Like uh, there is a Sopranos podcast called Pod Yourself a Gun. And they use clips all the time, but they're nobodies. So nobody's listening to them. Well, no, there are people listening but they don't have any sort of relationship to the show. So my thinking is, if you're just a random schmo, you can use some clips as public domain, and no one's going to be, no one's going to care. But if you're former actors on the show, there might be a ton of legal non-disclosures. Can't do this, can't do that, and they can't use them because it'd be too easy to drop in a clip, right? Yes, it it would make sense. Yeah. Okay. So, and last question, really good. Who is this? And I saw one, and I made it a note to ask you, there's this chick from Barstool, I'm not going to listen to it, but she has like the number two podcast. Ooh, Call Her Daddy? Yeah, she's got awful, right? (laughs) The people just, she just described because she's somewhat attractive, right? Okay. Uh, Hosted by Alexandra Cooper, and formerly had a running mate by the name of Sophia Franklin. Now, did you hear the details of what happened with that podcast? Apparently, this guy from HBO tried to come steal the two of them away from Barstool. Portnoy found out about it, swooped on in, intercepted the whole thing, and then got Alexandra Cooper to basically say goodbye to Sophia Franklin. So it split them up, but the podcast is still like super, super popular. And let me tell you about this Alexandra Cooper, okay? She is kind of crazy, but I think she's a talent when it comes to doing this. Okay. I know I, I just saw the picture and I was like, I, everything I, I think I need to know about the show I see in in this picture. She's fairly hot, and to, there's always been this thing: guys will listen to girls talking sports who are somewhat attractive. Well, I mean, you get to hear her talking about her sexual exploits, which is not a bad thing. A lot of you may say, there you no, go. I don't. I've heard about it. I've seen them. I want one. Where do I get it? What kind do I not having sex? You're quarantining with them and you're like, Alex, how the hell am I? It doesn't matter. You're fine. It's going to show up and they're going to literally think it's a curling iron. They're- All right, here we go. You got to hear the beginning of her shows. Daddy gang, it is your single father, Alex Cooper. With Call Her Daddy. Holy shit, the tea is fucking hot. What the fuck is up, Daddy King? It is your founding father. Are you hard yet, Jay? No, not at all. Girls girls are cursed. You think she's trying too hard, huh? Yeah. For another episode of Call Her Daddy. Hello, everyone. Oh, she's dating Noah Syndicar. Uh, She dates a lot of people. I don't think she's exactly monogamous. All right. Okay. Racehorse or workhorse between the NFL draft and the Kentucky Derby, there's no shortage of odds, props, and horses to take advantage of and win cash at mybookie.ag. Predict who will go first or last in the NFL draft and everything in between. Will it be Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson to the Jags? If you've got a feeling, you can cash in on this and make much more money at MyBookie. And make sure you hit up the website May 1st for some freebies because they're celebrating the 2021 Kentucky Derby with a host of free games.
games, spins, and chips available throughout the day in the MyBookie Casino. Whether you're looking for a legit blackjack experience fit with live dealers or just looking to bet on the next big event, there's only one place to do it. That's my bookie. Sign up now with promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo to get your first deposit matched up to $1,000. That's promo code ZABE to get your free deposit and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and get paid with my bookie. Grandparents. At Vanguard, you're more than just a grandparent. You're the family historians. You fill your closets with heirlooms, family photos, and letters from long ago. You're always planning the next family reunion, even at the reunion. Because for you, time well spent is time spent on them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation. Distributor. For the one standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, let's get to some sports for God's sake. I'm sakes. sorry, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. I've enjoyed this talk very much, but, you know, we have to keep our sports license active, you know. The, the, okay. the, 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 the board of uh, podcast reviewers says, I don't know, the content was less than 20% sports. We're going to have to delist it as a sports podcast. Let's get into baseball talk, Zabe. <laughs> okay. All right. No, okay, 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 okay. Let me tell you something. The best story in baseball right now, without a doubt, Shohei motherfucking Otani. No, no. What? Fernando Tatis is the best story in baseball. Okay, there's yeah. two great stories. Which one do you want to start with? For Tatis? How badass. He might be, and, I'm, and, and people are going, uh, he might be as generational as Griffey. Oh, hot take yes. alert. Yes. That guy is, and he, but here's how great he is. Manny Machado was like, nobody really cares about him anymore. And Manny Machado is one of the baddest MFers I've ever seen play. But Fernando Tatis is even more special. Did you than hear Manny Machado? Did you hear how Trevor Bauer, who got taken deep by Tatis, actually defended Tatis's showboating? Saying, hey man, there's he no reason you there's no reason you can't have fun while you're I, playing baseball, which where are you on Trevor Bauer? Because he is polarizing. He's a huge dick, but he—he's as filthy as a Catholic schoolgirl with his stuff. <laughs> he's a huge dick, but a he's filthy, and b he gives zero fucks. So at least he's authentic, right? If if you don't like him uh, showboating after he strikes you out, don't strike out. That was if you don't want Fernando Tatis to showboat around the bases. Don't give up a 390-foot bomb to him. Right. Just that simple. Right. I hate all these unwritten rules and stuff. I, that's one thing I hate about baseball, unwritten rules. Okay. that crap. All right. He's a good story, obviously, but here the, the Otani story is amazing because he starts tonight on Monday. It's been 100 years since a player made a pitching start while at the same time leading the majors in home runs. You yeah. have to go back okay. to a kid from Baltimore. From yeah. a Catholic orphan school by the name of the Bambino, Jay. George Herman Ruth. George Herman Ruth. A hundred <laughs> yes. years. And Otani is not just scraping a few of them over the wall. He's hitting fucking no missiles. Shohei drives it. Deep right center field. Oh, Shohei. Gone. <laughs> Speaking of trying to Look how that far guy. that baseball went. You don't like the call there? No. But, okay. no, Shohei Otani is – he's – there's a couple good stories. I mean, the Oakland – and it's the Oakland A's are a great story. Otani, Tatis, the, the Dodgers and the Padres, this is a really good rivalry. Like, I, oh, yeah? Just, let's just stop the season right now. Just let them go to the playoffs for seven games and just hate each other for seven games. I mean, yeah. it, it, I'm, I know people don't like baseball anymore. I still love it. But, That's but – that's not necessarily true. Well, you say people don't like baseball. 
It's still I around. Still love it. They I know you still love it. And and I did something. I'm starting to love it even more. I did something I'm shocked I even did. I bought MLB TV streaming for the Brewers. Oh. I'm paying $109 for the year. In fact, let's go to a live look in right now. He was able to go to St. Louis early and get it out of the way. And, and what I mean by that is... Uh, live look in here. Brewers-Marlins, uh, first game of a three-game set in Milwaukee. Corbin Burns is on the mound. He's got five strikeouts through three innings. No walk still. He is working on a perfect walkless season so far. In the, are you aware of how good Corbin Burns is this year? I am not. He hasn't. He hasn't walked a guy all year. Is that good? He, yes, his ERA is point three three. Okay, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> yes, I mean his stats this year: strikeouts to walks, and this will probably set a record if it continues. Forty-four strikeouts, no walks. Through five starts. That's, for, that's pretty good. <laughs> Fucking sick. That's pretty good. And, by the and, way, and, and, and he's the Brewers number two behind uh, Brandon Woodruff. I do know who Brandon Woodruff is. Yeah. Yes. But because and, and, I, I am watching the Orioles and the Yankees right now. Oh, but the Yankees losing to the Orioles, which they haven't done forever. Right. The Yankees are imploding. And I'm just waiting for them to fire. Uh. Uh, um, Aaron Boone. Yeah. If they if this keeps going, because that's what's going to happen. At some point, they got to fire him. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, the the thing about um, you know, baseball and 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 everything is that it's just it's always there. It's still compelling. I think you get into it when you find a team that's your team, and you get into the day to day rhythm of it. There's a lot to be said for baseball. I think baseball is probably the purest of the major games and sports that we still have. You know, the other I mean, the NFL is weighed down by a lot of bullshit. NBA the same. Baseball has some dumbass rules. Oh, by the way, what do you make of uh of uh, the seven inning quote no hitter? Oh, I I don't get it. I see the argument on both sides, but by Madison Bumgarner, who's plenty capable of throwing a real big boy no hitter if he wanted to. I think he's got but, one in his career. I don't think he no, I don't think he has one. Really? Okay. Uh, but um, I, I heard the argument against it. Twenty-seven up, twenty-seven downs, and no hitter. I get that. Right. But if they call it a complete game, why is it then not a no hitter? But then your baseball purists will go, "Well, what about a rain delay game after six innings that they call a complete game? If you pitch a no hitter in that, is that real? No. I have so a, too, I have a, I have a too, term. It's too many. It is. I have a term for it. What he did was not a no hitter. It was a didn't hitter. <laughs> he threw Seven he threw hits. he threw a didn't hitter. He pitched yes. for the full allotment of the game and they didn't hit him, but it was not a no hitter. It was a didn't hitter. By the way, when are we gonna get rid of that dumb fucking rule? Don't you think that's stupid, the back end seven inning of a double header rule? Oh I well uh, nine innings, I mean a double header, if you've ever played one in baseball, is one of the most grueling things ever. Because that's a lot of standing. It's a lot around. of baseball, a lot of standing <laughs> around, a lot, lot of, of squatting, a lot of stretching, a lot of torquing, a lot of swinging, diving, having balls glance off you at the plate, possibly and getting you will beamed. Get tired. Exactly. And you will get tired. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot of baseball. Seven innings, I think that's kind of perfect. I don't mind it. Because again, yeah. double headers are long, not fun. Uh, Baker Mayfield says he still believes in UFOs and he believes in Sasquatch. Baker Mayfield, your thoughts. Beyond the next. Here's why I hate Baker Mayfield. <laughs> he tries to play this role as nobody respects me. Right. I'm the little guy. You were the he number one Tom, pick. Thank you. That's it. That's <laughs> Fuck it. you. He, was, he wasn't Tom Brady. He was the number one <laughs> yeah. pick. And he's a huge douchebag, too. I don't remember what day it was. His commercials are funny. He's driving home and had that. the music going. Uh, and... It was one of those things. She was looking down at her phone, right in uh, the passenger seat, and uh, nighttime. So when you're looking at your phone screen, it's everything's dark around. You can only see that light, but it was bright enough to where it caught her attention too. We kind of just looked at each other and like, "Did you just see that?" Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. I I too believe in UFOs. The number of UFO information that's being revealed now by the Pentagon is stunning. The images we're starting to capture are more and more freaky. 
I do not, however, believe in Sasquatch. You know why? Because we would have found a rotting Sasquatch that had been hit by an El Camino on the side of the road at some point, you know? We would, we would see Sasquatch turds, or there'd be a Sasquatch encampment where they would have some canned beans and a few porno mags lying around. All right, rank these things in which you do or do not believe. Tessie, the Loch Ness Monster, don't believe. Sasquatch, UFOs. Yeah, no believe in, uh, I don't believe in uh, the Loch Ness Monster. Don't believe in Sasquatch. I do believe in UFOs. Okay. And uh, what else do I... Do I not? Or in fact, maybe next week we'll do a whole long, comprehensive list of things that are on the fence. Do you believe in them or not? Do you believe in this? Do you believe in this stripper with a heart of gold? Yes or no? Yes or no? Oh, oh yes. yes. You do? Yes. Wow! You believe in fairy tales? I'm just working my way through college. I care one? about you. I was a good white NBA player. Oh wow! Come on now, Luka, Luka Doncic is no, not no, the no, truth. No, 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 no. Let me take that back. American. Why does it fucking matter? American. Hey, if hey, our American dude. white boys weren't bullied out of the basketball ecosystem along the way, we'd have more American white guys in the when, NBA. When I grew up, you could there was a there was a a good amount of good white NBA. Your, how about your, your, how about Tyler Hero? Pride of Whitnall High in Greenfield, Wisconsin, who now the Heat are saying they're worried about yeah, his lifestyle. Because he wants to be too cool. The, He's like a total baller. The, the best white NBA player is Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Hayward. Okay. God, Gordon Hayward. Are you serious? They're far cross from Larry Bird. Yeah, well, one of these days. One of these days. One of these days we'll get our, our truth back. Black catchers, white uh, American NBA Ooh, uh, players. Black catchers. Yes. Charles Johnson, last one. Why don't your people put on the tools of ignorance, as Yogi Berra <laughs> once called catcher's equipment? I think he was the one Heart, that called it that. That is as hard as crap. You bend down all, all night with your knee. Hard as crap. No. <laughs> then you take a foul ball off the mask. No. No, thank you. Uh, coined by catcher Harold Muddy Rule, the tools of ignorance. Yes. Yeah, yeah that, that does suck. Cat catching is brutal. Someone's got to do it though. I know kids though that 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 have played little league growing up, and they sometimes the athletic kids like catcher because it engages them. It gives them something to do. It's better than sitting out right field picking dandelions. You know. <laughs> That's very true. But again, as someone who caught a couple games, man. Eh, not this one. All right. Not this one at all. Let's put a wrap on it here with a rousing rendition of F That Guy. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right. Who do you got, Jay? Well, I'm going to the world of politics here for this one because I saw this earlier today. Uh, CNN's Rick Santorum. You're probably a fan of his, aren't you? No, I don't fanboy anyone in particular. He may say things I agree with occasionally, but there's things well, I don't was, agree with him. But go ahead. What about him? I would like everybody to go to Twitter and, you know, search for Rick Santorum. He, he's giving a speech at the Young Americans something. I don't know. Young American Conference. And he's talking about how... Uh, America is still the greatest, well, greatest country ever because, you know, we've been around for the longest. And he talks about birthing a nation. Didn't really talk about how there were some people here before us who kind of birthed this place. He just sounds like a fucking idiot. I'm like, you can't be a talking head and be that stupid. So to Rick, T- Rick Santorum, you say, fuck that guy. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Notice we stayed away from LeBron this episode. At least you and I, I did. Guess. How about I, I how about guess. how about next time? We'll save it for next time. We my, can do a whole LeBron show. We yeah. will do a whole LeBron show. We'll let things die down a bit. My FTG goes to a perennial, but I think it's important, given the week that we are in, to remind everybody that Roger Stoko Goodell is a <laughs> fucking stuffed suit moron who has landed atop a giant pile of money and one of the most coveted jobs in America through nothing other than being born to a famous daddy. 
He is the embodiment of the Peter Principle. He is a total stooge with a soft voice, a lisp, and no stage presence whatsoever. He's a coward, a liar, and an idiot, and yet he survives and thrives despite it all because he rides atop an unsinkable ship known as the National Football League. It'll be front and center for this moron on Thursday, and I got to remind people, fuck him. Ooh, felt good Wait right there. Also, can we next week? Can we talk about Kim Mulkey leaving Baylor for LSU? Yeah, is that was I mean, that was that wrong? Should she not have done that? That's like Coach K leaving Duke for Arizona State. LSU is a big program. No, it's not. It will be when she's like, there. She'll turn it into it, one. They have made a tournament since like fifteen. Okay. All right, well. You know, we don't carve out a lot of time for women's basketball in this podcast, but we will definitely will. You know what? I'm going to ask Carol tomorrow because she knows college basketball for women. I'll ask her her thought of that move, all right? She'll definitely have some hot takes, all right? Carol, I say hello. I will. All right, as Ken Beatrice once famously said, bye-bye now. All right, that's a wrap for me today. Good run with Jayco. Thank you for listening. Rate and review. Tell a few friends. Subscribe if you want five full days a week. I know I'm moving around the premium day, but you guys don't mind that. Go to zabe.com slash premium. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. Tomorrow, Bram and Carol in the party van. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Racehorse or workhorse between the NFL draft and the Kentucky Derby, there's no shortage of odds, props, and horses to take advantage of and win cash at mybookie.ag. Predict who will go first or last in the NFL draft and everything in between. Will it be Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson to the Jags? If you've got a feeling, you can cash in on this and make much more money at mybookie. And make sure you hit up the website May 1st for some freebies because they're celebrating the 2021 Kentucky Derby with a host of free games spins and chips available throughout the day in the my bookie casino whether you're looking for a legit blackjack experience fit with live dealers or just looking to bet on the next big event there's only one place to do it that's my bookie sign up now with promo code zabe charlie zulu alpha bravo echo to get your first deposit matched up to a thousand dollars that's promo code zabe to get your free deposit and start your day off with a win bet anything anytime anywhere and get paid with my bookie. Moms, at Vanguard, you're more than just a parent. You're the heart of the family. You're the first responder to any need. You can be the hero and the villain, sometimes on the same day. Because you know that in the end, your legacy is the values you instill in them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required.